wait for this. Oh, boy. What are you drinking? Wine. Was that? Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> that was our stock music intro for the week. I was just looking for something hard rock to contrast with the fact that I now have to be a calm and relaxed person. Was that hard rock? Is that, is that what you searched? Yeah, I stockmusic.org. Hard rock, 15 seconds or less. I searched man with mullet and leather pants, and that song came up. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this is, what's the name of the show? Wrong Side of 30. It's about thinking how you're over 30 and remembering how much better it was to not be that. And uh, time's a thousand now that COVID-19 uh, is here. My name is Brandon Farmahini. Everyone else, introduce yourselves, please. I'm Keisha. And I'm Billy. Keisha and Billy, thank you guys so much. Um, so, uh, big news for us. We launched the pilot episode last week, which was mostly one recording. It was pr- probably like a couple different recordings kind of like combined into one over the last year. Um, so, thank you guys for the patience. I thought it went well. Like, uh, I released it and I was super worried about it. And then no one gave a shit. And I was like, what was I worried about this whole year? No one fucking cares. <laughs> Yeah, thank you to all of our early adopters. Uh, I think we have seven people listening today, and I think that's probably why Brandon's blood pressure is spiking. <laughs> no, it uh, it seriously is. Um, so as an update, I last week had to give a Batterall um, because I, my nights were terrifying. Like my chest was building up, like my blood pressure was spiking because of the, the news and the people and the present and the craziness. And then today, or... Yesterday, uh, I had to give up coffee. Uh, so that sucks. So um, the only how I are you awake? This is an like- energy right now. This is wine. So the only way I'm gonna have any kind of enthusiasm for this is if I'm drinking. Just um, throwing back depressants instead of stimulants. You're just full depressants <laughs> now. <laughs> is there oh. a, what kind of wine is that? Is that white wine? Is that Paula's wine? That is Paula's white wine because I have finished all of my red wine. So now I am working through Paula's white wine. So it's COVID filled 19- with sugar. Filled, with, filled sugar. with sugar. So COVID-19 is the big thing. Uh, I had to do a, you know, I just went to the doctor. Any of you guys how to do any kind of telemedicine recently? Oh, yeah. Try, trying to figure out like what the new world is and how everyone's adapting. Definitely uh, waited for eight hours on Teladoc. Uh, with a fever, sore throat, and a cough back in mid-March. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You had a fever, a sore throat, and a cough. Uh-huh. Billy, did you have COVID? I don't know, because they wouldn't give me the fucking test. Oh, my God. Why wouldn't they test you? Uh, I was considered too low risk at the time. So waited on Teladoc for eight hours. No one showed up. And then Baylor Scott and White was doing some uh, screenings to where they would let you know if you uh, qualified for a test. Filled out the screener. Uh, I mean, it was a low grade fever. I had a cough. I had a sore throat. It was not, it was like a mild cold, but with fever. It wasn't like really bad flu for me. So if I did have it, it wasn't terrible. 
Uh, but that was like seven days after I had been experiencing those symptoms that they told me, no, this is just a cold. We don't think this is, you know, you're not high enough risk. We don't think this is COVID. You haven't been exposed to anybody. And then I found out two weeks later that I was around someone with COVID on March 7th. So it very well could have been COVID. And I had a fever for three weeks. Yeah, My GP was... gave me an antibiotic, you know, no idea. No the, whole, the whole time, so we're in Austin, Texas, the whole time the city of Austin is telling us that the majority of their cases are people under 40, like to scare us. But then it's like you can't get tested because you're not high risk. But then like, yeah. I don't know if you've looked at it, but their list of uh, pre, what do you call it? Uh, Pre-existing con- conditions. Yeah. It's pretty wide. It includes obesity and hypertension, high blood pressure, which most American males who don't exercise like me have. (laughs) So for my own, like not even just to avoid a heart attack, which I have to for that, for the COVID, I have to bring my blood pressure down. And yeah, I can, I can physically see your blood pressure going up. You're boiling. (sighs) Breathe. We we need a Brandon meter and it's just like, (laughs) like a volume. Uh, like a little meter. Uh, can you do video on a podcast? <laughs> I just get like the way I Make- calm down. I just keep thinking, okay, all you cool cats and kittens. Okay, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That makes wait, me so wait, wait. angry. Now so my blood is boiling. I, down. I'm very curious about how you were on hold for eight hours. So is it like you know, the video camera was on? Did yeah. They have like a v- like a scene like a but commercial that's a whole... that you could watch. Like no, what's happening? You get put into a waiting room, and so the way my work from home office is is I've got two full size monitors, but then I've got like a filing cabinet, you know, of drawers, mm-hmm. and my laptop mounted on that, and it's normally closed. But I needed a, a webcam for the teledoc appointment, so I cracked it beneath my desk as far as it would go, and basically I was just doing a crotch shot for eight hours straight. <laughs> I was just sitting there with that window open and the camera was just pointed straight <laughs> at my junk. Oh and my I kept God. thinking to myself, oh God, the doctor's finally going to pick up and he's just going to see a dude's like, you know, pant. It's and like be chat like, oh. roulette. And they're like, yeah, no, yeah next, exactly. Next, please. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm going to meet, I'm going to wait for six hours just to get skipped because of the obligatory crotch shot. It's the only way I could actually stay in the waiting room. Dude, you, know, you might, you might have made his day. Right. It's like, thank yeah. God. <laughs> you just burst out laughing. I was meeting with an endocrinologist a couple weeks ago because I, I found out I had low testosterone uh, after our first episode where I found, like, you know, Keisha's new boyfriend's, like, crazy sex guru. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and it made me feel like, why can't I do that? I just thought it was because I've been married for five years. But no, like, I, like, went into it. And I have low T. And so I'm like, well, what else is wrong with me? So I'm trying to go to endocrinologists and get stuff tested. And I was like, yeah, I saw this thing on Cushing disease. And it was just like a diagram that looked like my body. <laughs> and, and, and it's like a webcam with my I'm on, on my computer. It was like, my phone it was like, a dope, like a dope yeah, so, person. <laughs> yeah. So I had. A, yeah, exactly. Exactly like that. Uh, with like a little hump on the shoulders and, you know, Quasimodo. Quasimodo. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to like position, I was like in our, our master ba- bathroom and I like put the computer on the table and like backed up and like had to like pose in front of my webcam. Like I'm meeting, you know, it's like my 90 day fiance, like, you know, sending him sexy pictures and it's just the doctor. Oh, this is, this was with the doctor? This is with the doctor. Yeah. While I was just trying to be like, look at my <laughs> ugly body. He's it's like, disgusting. bend over. 
Slower. No. Slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Teladoc may be like the downfall of medicine as we know it. Just the quality of care you get. You know how when you go to the doctor, it's a, it's a fucking ordeal. You go, you wait for 45 minutes. The doctor walks in like 15 minutes late, but you still get a solid 15 minutes of that 30-minute appointment. Yeah. Every teledoc session I've ever had has been for approximately 40 to 80 seconds. <laughs> and, and it's like, can you, take a, can you take a picture of your rash? And I'm like, no, I don't have a rash. They're like, can you take a picture of your throat? And there's no lighting. It's not like I have a stethoscope, not a stethoscope, but whatever you do to like scope and shoot that light down your throat. I should know this. My dad's an ENT. I'm going to get kicked out of the family. But I'm like, uh, I've got a, a, a light about five feet above my head. Can you see my throat? Is it sore? I don't know. Fuck you. Give me medicine. I thought your dad was a prostate doctor. No, he just is into prostate stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, he, had, he had prostate cancer. So fuck That's- you kindly. <laughs> That's it. I know I associated your dad with prostates. So I'm, I'm reading a lot about COVID. And, and what I learned and what scares me is I'm a, a potential this 30-year-old's going to die. Like, I, I will, if I get it, I will die. I know this. <laughs> I am positive of it. I do not exercise. I am out of shape. I am overweight. Uh, I have high blood pressure. Uh, there's so many things wrong. I, this is going to kill me. Right. So what I've ended up doing is going in and like to my medicine cabinet and looking at all the vitamins that I've bought over the last three years, like on like random whims. And I'm just, I'm just taking them all. <laughs> like every single day I have Wait, to spend wh- 10 minutes opening up vitamin thing, like caps. Does that, does that include the penis enlargement? Uh, no, there's no penis enlargement. Time? There was, no, was there magnesium, zinc. Yeah. I'm all in it. All the bees, the B12s, all the bees, C's, the, B6s. the one a day, one yeah. a day my ass, like the first a day. But you know, I got to do something, and it feels like that's something. This is like, did you have a problem when you were a kid where you went to like a you know pizza buffet and you did a suicide on the soda fountain? That's what you're doing with pills now. <laughs> is that what it was called? Yeah, suicide. You're gonna be one of those people that like decides to mix household cleaners because you need to sterilize <laughs> everything and accidentally mix ammonia and bleach and die. There was a thing in college I remember they used to take, you know, the mat that they put under the bar tap or the tap. Yeah, yeah, like the what do you call it? The thing where they pour the beer and the drinks and shit. Use your words. With, you know, that's like a little rug the for the the kegs, but like there's a little like bumpy rug thing that they put underneath yeah. to catch drinks. So at the end of the night, they pour that into a shot, and that's called the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh. But yeah, no, that that reminds me of what the suicide is. But I guess that's the adult version of the suicide, right? Like you take bits of all of the sodas, and then you drink it. Is that what you did? I have no. I've never done that before. Yeah, where you just get like a fountain drink and you just go like, oh, I want some Coke, I want some Sprite, I want some Dr. Pepper, I want some Barks Root Beer. And, you and then you pound it? it? No, you just drink it slowly because you're a kid and you're there for the sugar, <laughs> not the flavor. <laughs> and then you play Battletoads. What is Battletoads? Why oh are you God. like an, an like a 90-year-old man? I've never heard of these terms. Okay, first of all, if I were a 90-year-old <laughs> man who knew what Battletoads was, I'd be the coolest fucking 90-year-old man ever. <laughs> To be fair, Keisha went to school in the Valley in Texas. It's it's basically Mexico, North Mexico. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cultural things that she just doesn't get. 
I don't understand. Like, there's literally, you literally go through a a border check, an immigration border checkpoint to get to her hometown. That's in America. That's true. When my wife was going through all the immigration stuff, uh, we talked to a lawyer and he was like, yeah, just make sure you don't go to Brownsville. We're like, why? He's like, well, you know, they might not let you back. I'm like, but it's still America. And he's like, not really. It's too close. It's very close to the border. Uh, so how are you guys dealing with uh, all of the social distancing uh, etiquette rules and stuff? Like, uh, I think where we live, you pretty much have to wear a mask uh, if you go out in public, unless it's like, you know, in your neighborhood, just to walk or run around. Yeah, I'm going to let Keisha answer that question first before I uh, admit to how horrible so- I am. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. So my sister gave me some masks, which has been helpful. But Quincy has this like. Quincy, like, Quincy, your boyfriend. My boyfriend. He swears by this fabric mask, like face mask thing that kind of looks like a cut up. You know, those old book covers that you used to use in high school? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm like talking about? It's like you fabric. Use like a. You use like a paper uh, bag from a no, grocery no, no, no. store oh, and cover your book with ones. a smooth the, one. The fabric oh, ones that you no, just slip on, like for me. spandex. I can't believe they had those in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> we made them. I made them. So, but yeah. So he wears this thing. It slips on, and he, and I'm he's like really proud of it because he's like I have one. I'm ready. And I'm thinking it's this like super subtle like black or like maybe green. It's fucking black and it has like flames on it. And it's like the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. That's the whitest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, uh, are you sure? Like, we can. I have a mask you could use. He's like, no, babe, it's cool. It's cool. And it goes over his head. Like, all you see is his eyes and you pull up and there's like flames coming out of his mouth. And to give you guys an idea, like uh, Quincy's the kind of guy who would put like flame decals on a 15 year old Honda Accord. I, I just, as the white person, token white guy here, I, that I don't identify with any of this. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, don't put that stereotype on me, Keisha. Yeah, it's because you're from, you're from Dallas. You're like a bougie white guy. Yeah, we don't put flames on anything. Maybe I'm more white. more of a Houston thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm way more white trash that than you, and I'm not even white. Thing. But yeah, no, I'm following all the rules. I'm social distancing. I'm not touching shit. I'm sanitizing shit. Billy, Billy, I know you're not. Yeah, I've got some serious issues with social distancing etiquette. And I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I've never identified with Larry David more in my entire life. And it's actually starting to worry me, except for my wife has always said she loves Larry David and how I remind her of Larry David. But I've like, been there. I avoided Curb Your Enthusiasm for such a long time because she told me that. And I felt like Larry David was like making fun of me. Uh, but now I've just embraced it. And I don't, you know. I just, I realize, see, the difference between me and, and LD uh, is that. Okay. <laughs> we're on okay. a first, first name basis. No, uh, the, the, the difference is he actively like comes up with these rules or this code to live by. Whereas I'm just a fucking idiot. And I just wander through life just not remembering, you know, what the social circumstances are. I don't remember where I leave my keys, my wallet. I have severe ADHD. And so, like, I'll be going through the grocery store and and, and it's like this weird battle of hoarder mentality versus like, oh, just get what you need. You know, my our freezer is full. I can't fit anything, but I'll start picking stuff up and I'm putting it in my basket and then I'm like. Do I really need this? Okay, let me put this back. And then I sit there and I look to the guy who's got like a mask or a handkerchief over his face right next to me. And he sees me 
gloveless, but wearing a mask, but gloveless, like putting like, macaroni back up. Licking and it's just your like, hand as you touch everything. And I just want to look at him and be like, look, I'm trying to do the right thing by stocking up on dry noodles so I don't have to go out. But I also am trying to do the right thing by not gaining 15 pounds while I'm stuck at home, not exercise. So it's like, what's, what's right? What, give, tell me what I'm supposed to. Am I supposed to buy this and give it to somebody else because I can't do that because I've touched it. So no matter what, Is, I'm in the wrong. You fucked up because you're supposed to come in with a list. Yeah, That's man. what they say. You're like, not supposed no, to touch no shit browsing. you're not even going to buy. Like, go gonna, res- Yeah. But that's but that's not how I operate. I've been using online Instacart ordering for four years, so I, I don't know. I, I can't. <sighs> Pretty much everything you guys are doing now is what I have been doing voluntarily without a, a, a pandemic uh, for years. So you um, haven't had to, like, handle money? Do you ever think of the, like... When was the last time you went through your wallet and sanitized your credit cards that you're handing to people or checking oh, out with? Oh, that's true. I, I only go to a gas station that has Apple Pay. Um, oh I had a I had to get I had to get cash for a drug dealer, so that's fair. <laughs> he wouldn't take Venmo. <laughs> like the, the credit receipts. card. The last time I think I wiped down a credit card, being from Dallas, I think Ebola was still in vogue. So it could be way worse. <laughs> So, uh, Keish, do you, do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I've never watched it. Okay. Well, are you familiar with, like, Larry David shtick? Uh, yeah. You watch Seinfeld and I watch Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I, I had a Larry David moment um, last year or a couple of years. I can't remember exactly when. I need to get your opinion. I think I was in the right. I think, oh, I think Larry David, his character, at least in the show, would agree with me. So, uh, there's this park that's very popular in Austin, uh, but there's not that many parking spaces. So we get there and there's like three cars that are waiting at the entrance. But I'm like, hey, this is a pretty big parking space. I'm just going to go like halfway in and just wait and see if a space in the second half of the parking lot comes free. So I do that and I'm sitting there and waiting. And then like a guy who I guess was in the line gets out of his car comes up to me in my window and starts screaming at me because he's like, we have a system. You have to wait in line at the front and then it's first come, first serve. And I'm like, look, dude, if there's a system, I'm so sorry, but where's where's the sign explaining the system? All I, I, just, I just need to see the sign. If there's a sign that says, here's the system, everybody has to wait here for the thing, then I'm all for it. But there's no sign, man. You can't just say like, there's this unlike written rule that everyone has to wait here. It's a big parking lot. If I want to take the risk that halfway through it, another car is going to come free, I should be able to do that. So he's just screaming at me. And eventually I'm like, look, dude, I disagree with you, but you can just take the spot. It's fine. But he kept screaming. And then his like girlfriend got like embarrassed at him and like came and like pulled him away. Wait, wait, wait. wait. This whole thing is happening while you're in your car? Yeah. Why didn't you just roll the window up? That's not how Larry roll. David That's, operates. No, no, no. I will engage. <laughs> no, you got to lean into that confrontation. This, sir, first I will make him feel like he is being unnecessarily angry. Uh, and second, I will tell him, like, if there is a system here, sir, I will follow this system. But this is this unwritten rule. So you no. asked for a documentation? <laughs> I just wanted to see a sign, man. Show me the sign that says all cars. I don't know if you guys have been a Red Bud. If you've been in Austin... The Red Bud, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's uh, by a dam here. It's very pretty, very nice, good for dogs. Um, and uh, no sign. Um, and I, I 
I think I was in the right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, Bill, I, I, Billy, I, watch the show. What do you think? Oh, it's 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 pretty Larry David. I also got into a a similar uh, situation. You know how you can always make up fake plans to get out of someone proposing plans, but we're in a pandemic now, so there is no like, oh, I'm doing this today. So if someone's like. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have a family Zoom call with like 40 people on it, including <laughs> 29 people you haven't seen before. And you're just like, yeah, I'm busy. And they're like, doing what? And you're just sitting there. You're like, I'm baking. <laughs> I'm, I'm making biscuits. And they're like, oh, just turn it on while you're making biscuits. And you're like, oh, fuck. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I, I, I took a laxative. And I'm planning on being and on the toilet. it's happening. Three, two, I gotta go. <laughs> I've, I've timed this very carefully to avoid the Zoom call. Oh, man. I, I have a bathroom story for you guys that I no. don't think you've, you've heard. So last summer, I went to Paris. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. but You had a lot of food? I would say like there was only one bad thing about the entire time, and it was... It involved another an Ameri- another American, a fucking annoying American and her annoying fucking kid. Yeah. So for you guys here, you've seen my bathroom, right? You can tell that I'm a little particular about how I go to the bathroom. You mean the one that shoots the water in your butt? Yeah. Oh, I have that and I have the squatty potty. Well, all that stuff is just like functional. Though. It is. And I depend on it. And even then, I'm in there for a while. Now all the stuff about like being worried about making a baby makes a lot more sense. <laughs> You've got a process. I've got a process. <laughs> so I'm in there for a while. So um, we were in Paris, and you know everything there is really old. There's not, a, or a lot of the you know stores and coffee shops are very old. There's not a lot of modern code compliance. Uh, so when you go to the bathroom, it's not what you're used to in like a modern store where you have like you know ten stalls. The bathroom is just one toilet. Mm-hmm. So I went upstairs. I had to go. There's nothing I could do and locked it. And I was trying to do my business without my squatty potty and everything else. You didn't get like books or like yeah, no. two rolls of toilet paper. There was nothing. I had nothing I could put my feet on. Like I tried to like balance myself, <laughs> but like my balance is off. So I end up like rocking tried off of it. I tried to engage my core and it's just not there. <laughs> So, you know, when kids are that age where they can obviously talk and they're too young to have any kind of understanding of what's appropriate, this girl comes outside the door and tries to open it and just starts talking to her mom very loudly. Mom, I can't open the door. And she like keeps trying until I just have to like very awkwardly because there's nothing that makes me more uncomfortable than being in that situation. Just say, occupado, which is... (laughs) Which is like fucking Spanish for occupied. You, and I was talking to an American, what? but I was so uncomfortable just being there trying to do my business in private. So you don't have a like you don't have a word that you say? I say like no. I like say I, occupado. I think that's no. a great word. Yeah. No. And then like no, and I the girl just, instead just of just like no. awkwardly like just retreating into the shadows, she's like, Mom, I heard somebody in there. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, she comes back, she's like, Mom, he's still in there. And then, like, finally, I think it's done. And then, like, I don't know who you guys the, are. The, like, the pooping is done? Or is that them both, checking up right. on you? Okay. But, like, the thing is, so I do the two before the one. I don't know why. That's the way my body works. Wait, the two? Yeah. He oh, you finish it. You finish, finish yes. it. Okay, yeah, got so it, got it, got I'm it. like, okay, finally, I'm out of the situation. This wait, 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 wait. Gone. I have, wait, I have, a, I have a boy question. What? If you're, 
if you're in the bathroom doing number two and then you have to do number one, do you stay seated yes. or do you stand up? Stay seated. You don't rotate? No. I mean, oh, I never knew like that. Smear shit no, I don't know. I never knew that. It's not, not really, I never yeah. knew that. Okay. So I'm okay, finished. I'm like, oh God, thank you. Finally. Um, and then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to pee. So then I just start peeing and then I just hear, now he's peeing. <laughs> so she was like play by she play. She was play by play <laughs> in this fucking French restaurant or a coffee shop or whatever. And the mom just doesn't care. It's like, have some, take your kid away. Like, what does she think I'm doing? And the mom is like sitting there drinking wine, just like, oh my God, why did I have kids? I can't believe well, that rat bastard beat the goalie. I don't know if they're getting mad at me, but like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I take as long as I take. There's nothing I can do. I'm a paying customer. You're very particular. So that was, that was that was the only bad part of the trip was the fucking American and not keeping our fucking kids mouth shut. Made for a very awkward um and i did so typically though doesn't that force you to go faster like if there's oh, outside, I can't go. no especially can't, now with my squatty potty you can't you're put, crazy you can't, there's no like express you, version of that that's the squatty potties for travel constipation but you can't, is a real thing. you can't do that when you're out in public yeah yeah so i don't go in public i come home to do it i don't know man that's just a recipe for. or disaster. if you're like if you have like a job and you can't come home you find the, like there's always like a hidden toilet somewhere. Wherever you work, there is a hidden beautiful toilet that no one goes to. That's super spacious, and you have privacy. Do they have a portable po like a squatty potty thing? <laughs> like you don't talk like about you like just, you just fold like, up like, and like you whip, whip it out. out. <laughs> they, they do. It's it's called a box. No. <laughs> like literally, it doesn't work, you man. You just get like a banker's box and unfold it. Just, it. I've tried. I tried no. to do that at someone's house. I took their little uh, the little garbage can, the little plastic garbage can. <laughs> And then it slipped under the weight of my feet and I broke it. I think, and okay. they had to be like, what was that? I had to be like, what was what? I don't know. <laughs> that was my butt. No, it should be like an attachment on your shoes. Like clip them on and then it raises your feet up. Why don't we come up with that? You get like a, like a, what, like a jack? Yeah. And then like adjust based on the height of the toilet and where <laughs> you're seated. This episode is <laughs> brought to you by Squatty Potty. There's a lot of other situations where you just don't know what to do. And it's really, really awkward because the right thing is to not be around anybody or do anything for anybody. And I'm a big brother. I volunteer for Big Brothers Big Sisters of America. And, you know, I've got this you know, sponsor. It's like a social worker who works for the organization. She calls me and she's like, hey, when was the last time you saw your little? And it's like, well, I was sick for three weeks. So I saw him before that. And I reached out to them and told them, yeah, you know, there's a pandemic and everyone stay in place. I don't want to kill your kid. I'm sick. And then uh, no response. His life's been rough enough. Well, the kid's nine. So it's not like I have like a direct line, although he does have a cell phone, but he's never responded to my messages which also makes me sound terrible i don't like the idea of texting a nine-year-old but his that's mom, weird man you his mom his mom always like is without a phone i think recently it was like a birthday and she dropped it in a lake and it's just like when you're in big brothers big sisters it's not easy to go out and get a new phone right it's just you know people with circumstances where that's impossible so then i'm emailing her to coordinate pickups to take take my little to like go to a trampoline park or whatever just Stuff like that. And I've only been a big for about six or eight months now. And I'm just sitting there like uh, talking to my social worker like, look, I don't know what to do because they're not answering emails. They haven't answered any texts or phone calls. I Not that not that I've done a ton, but because I was sick. But it's like I'm trying, but I'm, I'm not allowed to like go over there. I'm, I don't think I'm allowed to mail somebody something because then I'm just getting my my germs on like an envelope. And then... <laughs> 
And then it's like it's it's like the Unabomber or something, but with a big COVID blast on the letter. And it's just like the, <laughs> the kid, the kid's you know dyslexic and doesn't want to you know do anything but play sports or be outside and burn up energy. So it's not like I want to write him a letter and give him more homework. So it's like what what what's what's the right thing to do? Do do I do I endanger his life or do I let the kid down so that he doesn't have like a firm like father figure and his I, I was, there's yeah, just let the kid down he by this point in his life he's used to it it's oh better God, that's, it's better so that's horrible it's uh. better than him getting sick or getting someone else sick don't what look at just, me maybe like, you order I'm, stuff for him and send it to him like cookies that somebody else that may not have worn i've worked in the food industry it is disgusting <laughs> You're talking about a restaurant. So the entire restaurant industry is fucked. They don't have any money. Like they're depending on everybody not cooking at home and just eating out constantly to say stay afloat. And you think they have an endless supply of gloves to wear while they're prepping your food? <laughs> Doctors can't even get masks. And we're thinking all these to-go people have an endless endless I'm not supply of gloves. To get him sushi or like cook like edible arrangements. Well, he wouldn't like- eat that. Oh, he might eat that. I don't know. <laughs> Look. COVID sucks, but it's mainly due to the guilt. Like, I was sick, right? The guilt is worse than being sick for me. For other people who died or on respirators or ventilators, not the case. For me, the guilt is by far the worst well, part. Well, the, 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 the worrisome thing right now is there's a lot of reports, or I mean, a few reports in, in different countries that people who had tested negative after having the disease are testing positive again and they don't know if it was maybe false negatives or if it's a disease that just a virus that stays in your body like like fucking herpes and you're just gonna have you know it's just gonna come out every now and then i don't don't know it's gross and now we move on to the herpes segment of the show Just kidding. By Our new kids. sponsor, yeah. <laughs> don't eat herpes. Thank you. Don't, don't eat. Just say no to herpes. M- Maggie finished the wine, so I've moved to beer. Total Wine uh, does um, curbside pickup. I did it uh, a couple times. Works pretty well. I just go in and touch everything and put it back on the shelves. I actually did that. <laughs> you asshole. You fucking I, asshole. I did that both at Specs and Total Wine. I picked up a new six-pack of beer I never had, and then I checked the expiration dates on the bottom of the can because God. sometimes you buy old beer. And so I'm like, oh, this this beer has been on the shelf for like two and a half months. I don't want this one. I have to put it back. Otherwise, I'm Shut buying skunked no. beer. I'm not falling on that grenade. Fuck all of you. Mm. Billy's like, Brandon, which which specs do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, to add some context so everybody kind of understands where we are, I know everyone's work situation is different. If you are currently working because you're an essential employee, uh, number one, I want you to remember that you're essential after this whole thing is over. And when we're talking about minimum wage, how it shouldn't be, you know, so low that you can't you know, live without fucking dying. Remember how you were essential and you had to go to work in a pandemic. Uh, if you lost your job, uh, I'm super sorry about that. Hopefully uh, your state has unemployment. Hopefully you're collecting it. Hopefully you're doing okay. I know I'm trying to think long-term and making sure I understand, my wife understands, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe we'll be in this house. Maybe we'll have to leave our house. Who knows? Our situation, luckily, hasn't really shifted. I'm still working on trying to build this company, and now I, I don't think I'll ever make any money because there's uh, advertising has gone to shit. Luckily, Paula is still she still has her job, so she's still uh, doing that every day on Skype calls and um, uh, other video conference calls. How are you guys doing? 
Pretty good, man. Things are looking up. <laughs> are you are you still employed in your previous job pre-pandemic? Uh, I am in one of the lucky situations where we have not had wages cut. Things things are a little crazy at work. Um, things seem to both speed up and slow down simultaneously. But life is good. Sorry about you know the last couple of weeks for you, Brandon. It's. I'm I'm getting really concerned. The blood pressure. Yeah, sorry, thing. sorry for the last year for of you, Brandon. Key, share things with you. Good. I actually started a new job like on the 16th, and I had a fancy ass office that I was super into. And then I was in it for two days, and then I had to leave. And now I work from home again, again. And I got real sad. So now it's fine. I mean, I'm I'm lucky. We had a little bit of like a a wage decrease, but it's temporary. And then, because it's a startup, so it's kind of expected. No, like, major changes. We're busy. I'm still working. I'm, like, volunteering for shit because I want to make sure I'm not disposable. <laughs> so right. it's been a lot of work, and it's been a lot of late nights. But, I'm again, I'm just, like, really grateful that we're, for the most part, still okay. You said, uh, you think your dogs were, like, understood? That, oh, okay, she's not going to work from home anymore. She has a new job. And then you show back up and they're like, what the fuck happened? Big <laughs> shot. I thought you had this fancy new gig. <laughs> I know, right? you're back with us. Walking around with, with blazers, bathing. balls hanging <laughs> wearing, out. Wearing pants. What the hell? Yeah. And so now, before, they were super good about being on conference calls, right? Like, they were quiet. They knew I had the phone on. Now, they're fucking barking at everything. Mochi runs off starts barking rossi comes right after him and there's no one at the door they just want to be heard and i don't know if you guys as pets are being complete assholes but mine are just the most fucking dramatic dogs right now well my dog is is an asshole like from zero to a hundred all the time and so i'll get texts from my wife whenever she's on a like a important client uh conference call and i'll have to take the pug and we have a whole procedure i have to take her upstairs into our bedroom onto the bed and then I have to like lock her up and curl her up so she can't move. That's the only. That, there's nothing else we, or else she's just gonna f- go ape shit crazy. You can't put I her outside. No, she'll she'll scratch up like the she'll scratch up the door. Yeah. You've seen like our pantry. It's like the pantry door is like no paint on it because the pug has <laughs> to scratch whenever she's like you know feeling like she needs to show some kind of dominance. Nice. I wish my dog would show some dominance. My dog just shows her belly all the time. Uh, Donut's been pretty good considering she's like a seven-month-old puppy uh, and a doodle, so she's got a shit ton of energy. Although, to be fair, thanks to my beautiful wife who was in a room with her all day when I shut the back door of my little office and hide and get on phone (laughs) calls all day, uh, she does... Uh, just run into my room and just start like licking me. She's not much of a barker, so that's been nice. But every now and then, like when a call with a customer is going horribly wrong, and I'm just like, "Your donut, your donut, get up. Oh my dog, my dog's on camera. Look <laughs> how cute she is. Your dog, yeah. It's monster? just like you can't yell at me. I'm the proud owner of this beautiful puppy. Uh, so do you think they're there are fucking boards out there like that that are doing that, like the fucking board at Chili's whenever like they're 
getting too depressed and talking about all the money they're using, someone will just like pull out their dog and be like, oh no, look, it's buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone will just kind of like get distracted and forget it because it's like, oh, it's buttons. No, our company did this awesome thing where they're like, hey guys, we want you to use your camera on Zoom for everything. And we understand that you may have children running or like dogs come in and interrupt meetings, but like just do it. No one cares. And people are posting like snapshots of when a dog or a kid came in and just like completely blew their call up which has been you know kind of nice in, in all honesty you should try to do that when people are back in the office just like try to carry that over into real meetings just have your dog run in when shit's getting real heated i'm just gonna bring my dog to work and be like look this is a essential worker she was with me the entire time through the pandemic and now she's uh you know one of those they're um, like, Billy, this is really shitty work. I can't believe you did. You're like, oh, donuts here. <laughs> no, what are those like uh, assistant dogs? What do they call that? Where they wear the service animal. It's like, yeah, donuts a service <laughs> animal. Like I had a lot of high anxiety during the pandemic. And then like she started coming to work with me. And, and now, you know, we just got to we got to bring her in the office. No big deal. So have you guys seen the um, the recordings of people like who don't realize that their camera is on? in the zoom call oh yeah and they go into the bathroom and uh you definitely have been on one of those calls where you're like either someone is urinating or somebody is at their refrigerator pouring water into a glass right next to the microphone could be one or the other the video is inconclusive <laughs> but like what do you do at that point like i saw a video of this guy sitting on the toilet like crapping the shit out of him Wait, let's run that back. <laughs> Try again? <laughs> anyway, he's on the toilet. The phone is on the floor. I think he sees everyone but doesn't realize that his camera is on. And so everyone's oh, having God. a conversation. And he's, I think he had like diarrhea. Either oh. diarrhea or he was constipated. But he grabbed like the edge of the toilet. And he's like <laughs> pushing for dear life. <laughs> and then, People are like, okay, so yeah, the exchange rate is really... And he's just like, <laughs> And people are like looking at like each other like, are we going to fucking tell him? And then the, the guy running the meeting is like yelling louder. He's like, yeah, so I think what's happening. And the guy's just like, <laughs> So like, can you mute that? Like, I, what do you do? I got yeah, so uncomfortable. If you're, the, if you're the host of a meeting, you can typically mute everybody, but maybe, <laughs> you know. Maybe they needed that. They needed that one. I wish that at the end of that, everyone just gave like a round of applause, like, <laughs> yeah. or held up like scorecards. And like thank 10. you in the meeting minutes. <laughs> uh, if you could just capture the uh, length <laughs> and tenacious veracity of John's dump. I just wish they had, uh, like in Skype, the captions on, and it was just captioning that. <laughs> like a stenographer. All caps. <laughs> like, like if they... If, <laughs> Oh, if it was a legal meeting, yeah. Is that, is that what you think? The caption, the automatic caption? There's like someone in the back just like just vigorously large, typing. Large bowel movement sounds. like. Oh, man. I've done so much subtitling for TV shows and stuff. And it's amazing uh, how you could pay somebody to do it, like hire someone. And there's so many mistakes. And that shit ends up getting shipped. It, there's just no possible way to correct it all. So like now and I watch shows with subtitles because my wife prefers it because she's bilingual. She's not a native English speaker. Um, and I see it all the time, like those typos and they drive me crazy. 
but it's just like it's just so hard when you're just like sitting there and just just typing out shit not con- it's just so boring that it's impossible to do the job perfectly well one thing i've noticed so we start i started watching money heist on, F- on netflix oh yeah you're obsessed with that show okay you? but it's called as paula told me is it la casa de papel whatever it's a, so it's a spanish show that has english dubs what are you talking to paula for what are you guys talking about <laughs> We're friends. Girth. Outside of you. Yeah, I was, exactly. I was like, as she mentioned my penis, because no. that should be <laughs> off limits. Yeah, only that's only podcast material. Paula's only not podcast. To yeah. But so Paul yeah. found out I had low T from this uh, podcast. Also, money heist kind of redundant. Are there heists that don't involve money? Never mind. Like, go ahead. Yeah, you can heist. I don't know eggs or car heist. Car heist. Car heist. That's true. But yeah, so now. The, the subtitles don't match because I feel like these voiceover actors have some level of freedom and creativity when they're reading what the subtitle or what like the, the translation of these Spanish shows are. So it depends. So with localization, it's tough because you have oh, to translate. I'm, I'm not interested in this. Let's just skip right past this. <laughs> I, this is not as the token white person here. Let's just move on. <laughs> All right, all right. No, please, go on. Localization. (laughs) So I'm playing Final Fantasy VII now, the remake, and it's like I have to, you know, as I'm playing it, there's certain stuff I have to just let go because I know that it was originally written and animated in Japanese, and the writers, the translators are just trying to not only match the same meaning but make sure it lasts the same amount of time so the lip sync doesn't look super off. So it's they're tough. like, you're so strong. Oh. <laughs> Am I the only one playing the Final Fantasy VII remake, by the way? Are you guys playing it? It's like, it's yes, you are, you are the only one. I'm playing Pokemon Go. This oh is the whole like under or over 30 thing. The fact that you've, I haven't heard Final Fantasy in about 15 years. I think. That's the point, though. It's just, it's, yeah. it's so popular because people want to replay the game from their youth. And they did such a good job bringing it back and like for me personally um so i was friends with a guy and worked with him who was a he was he loved final fantasy and he took a lot of their characters and made custom animation fight videos with characters from um dead or alive called dead fantasy Ooh, i love dead or alive remember yes. dead or alive is that remember the vol- extreme volleyball fantasy? they're the yes, ones that had there that was game. an extreme volleyball dead or alive that game. was a great game. Okay, but that was wait, like wait, wait. a parody Side- of the main. No, 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 no. It was a real game. Side note: Did you know that there was? I know. This I cheat- bought you that game. I think. Yeah. Yes, but the cheat. There was a thing that I read that if you beat the entire tournament without letting the opponent score, there you could play the whole game with them topless. Bullshit. Is that true? I don't know. I tried. And I kept it's- getting like because one <laughs> score it fucks up the whole thing. You have to go through the entire tournament without letting your opponent score once. So it's so funny you mentioned that because I was thinking of something similar last night when I was playing Final Fantasy and all this sexiness was happening. I remember when I was a kid and on the N64 um, or SNES, I can't remember, on uh, one of the racing games, uh, Mario Kart Racing, there was a rumor that if you crashed your kart at a certain turn, a naked picture of Jenna McCarthy came up. And I remember trying to crash my kart so many times in like the fourth grade and i was like it has to be true if i heard it 
I want someone to confirm the dead or alive thing though, because as of I was very interested in seeing all. No, of No, it's not. None of those are true. There's you don't no know way. that. Have yeah, you ever? No have you ever been in the game without letting the other team score? Dead or alive beach volleyball? No, because Extreme it was like beach a parody volleyball. game. It was a real game. It was. I licensed. know, but it's a parody on the series. So so anyway, Monty. His name was Monty. Uh, he would make these these videos that are primarily of the characters fighting, but then when he was bored, uh, he would make dancing videos. So all the characters are uh, were dancing. And the funny thing about it is they were all female characters who were dancing, but he was the one doing the mocap, and no one would see that. Like, I could see it if I stayed late uh, at work and see him doing the moves. Um, and in the Final Fantasy VII remake, there's this whole section that they have this, like, extremely lavish dance scene with cloud and and i don't think it's because of him but i just it's i want to believe that there were some people working in that game that that saw his videos and 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 even if they didn't like it's i don't know brandon can you do can you do some of the moves do you remember i can't what i'm trying to say is this game has kind of helped me process some feelings that i haven't really been able to process you know, since he died. Um, and I just, it's not a sad thing. I, 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 I really just, Billy's I, face I, looks, it's like he I just really went wish, through a plot twist that he was not planning on. <laughs> I really wish you could have seen the game. Cause I think, I think he would have really liked it. And it's, it was really cool seeing that part in it. And I think he would have felt like he, contributed or inspired it some way and inspired it's i'll I'll always believe that they've had to have seen his you know those videos and and even if they didn't i just it's it's been a cathartic experience playing the game and helped me kind of deal with some you know repressed emotions with you know a uh, a dead friend of mine so it's uh in in the midst of all of the shit of c19 that's been a weird uh what do you call one of those things uh sad happy bittersweet bittersweet (laughs) that's it it's been a a bittersweet moment so i just wanted to get that in all right guys um my wine bottle is empty and as you know one bottle a day keeps the doctor away and i'm out so i think I think we can call it an episode, and this is, I think, our first official episode. So congrats, yeah. guys! Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, it. Yeah, good job. We did team. it. Thanks. I hope you guys have a really great night. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.